Anicavata Sankara, Upadava Yatamino, Upakituva Niruchanti, Tesang Upasamo Sukho. The merit we created today by our awareness practice, renunciation, and our moral contact of the precepts may be shared with all beings for their welfare, for their happiness, and for their liberation. May all beings be happy. May all beings be free from suffering. May all beings live in harmony and in peace with each other. So this evening, it's uh, my time to tell a story. Okay, once upon a time. <laughs> Actually, it was the 26th of December, 2004. Southern India, East Coast, south of Madras. The town is, was called Mahabalipuram. 9.20 in the morning, so. And uh, I was in a, uh, in a hotel, and this hotel had a little bungalow near the beach, and I was there with my girlfriend at this time. So in the morning, I went out near the beach, there was a little black sandy area, and I was practicing Qigong. And uh, one movement we all know, it was called pushing the waves. So I was there, pushed the wave, and then suddenly that wave came in. And I looked at it and said, wow, how come? The ocean was maybe at least uh, 200 meters down at maybe, it's like 700 feet. And from where I was, I couldn't see actually the ocean because that's how the beach was sort of like coming down. And I said to myself, wow, that's a huge wave from all the way down up here. And... Uh, I looked up, blue sky, sun is shining, no wind, no storm, nothing. I said, there's something off. And I didn't know what it was. So I was you know, running back into the bungalow. And my girlfriend was still asleep. I said, get up, get up. And she said, what, what? I said, just get up. Okay, so she kind of like, okay, got up. And I was looking, okay, where, where did we hide the money? You know, when, where did we hide the money? Oh, where was the, where's the passport? Okay, where's the camera and everything? And so... And uh, was just like too much going on. And so she got put on a dress. We went out. And as we went out, another wave came into the bungalow. And we kind of like got out of, we made it out of the bungalow. And next to the bungalow, there was a wall maybe like this wide and maybe like five feet high and maybe, maybe six feet long. So we jumped on the wall. And as, we were, and as we were on the wall, we already saw kind of things coming out of the bungalow, the backpack we had, the table, there was a glass table and all that stuff. And actually, then uh, 
Then a third wave would come, you know, and I saw that wave coming and it came like towards us. And as it came towards me, luckily behind, the bungalow was made out of stones, bricks. So it pushed me against the wall. But then also the wave, you know, as it has, uh, it also like got back out into the ocean. And in order so that we're not getting sucked out into the ocean, I was holding on to a tree and she was holding on to me. And then as the stuff is coming out, so she with one leg, she had to push all that, you know, the glass table away, whatever this debris, you know, would come out. And then, uh, like, you know, panic, what is that, you know? And maybe, you know, we can climb on top of that bungalow, but there was no way we could climb up. And then, oh, maybe it's more safe we go back into the bungalow. Luckily, we didn't go back because later on we found a huge tree in the bungalow. So then, <clears throat> and then... Uh, so, you know, panic coming up, like, uh, this you only see usually on BBC or on CNN, you know, and it's now, it's now uh, there's something wrong, you know, it's a wrong movie, stop it, stop it. And, uh, well, I, 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 I cannot die right now, there have to be a drum roll. And it's just like, okay, France, your last moment is coming, you know, prepare yourself for your in and out breath or something like that, you know. <laughs> nothing happened. And then, uh, and then a fourth wave came, and a fourth wave came, and also like pushed me against the wall of the bungalow, and sort of like it went sort of like shortly, it splashed over us and then out. And at this moment, I know like there was no escape. And when there, when there was a, this, this realization there was no escape, then the mind was at peace. Sort of like it was this sort of like total surrender, like, you know, when you got nailed on a cross, so to speak, you know, not my will be done, but thy will be done, something like that. And then I remember, okay, later on then, okay, what happened then finally, you know, the waves got, you know, receding and uh, it was okay. So everything like I had on, had on a longi and a shirt, it just, you know, got pulled off. The only thing I had left was my underwear. Everything was gone, money, clothes, whatever, you know, was gone. Anyway, and then uh, I remember later on, I was at a retreat with Eckhart Tolle, you know, Eckhart Tolle, like a spiritual teacher. And it was at Omega Institute, upstate New York. And it was about like 10 days after 9-11. And so, of course, that was number one topic, 9-11 and so forth. And he said that the people in the towers, when they saw the planes coming in, and, that, and then there was like, okay, no escape anymore, then their mind was at peace. And at this time I thought, hmm, I don't know, you know. And then being in that, in that situation, you know, when there was no escape anymore before, the, you know, you try, you know, to make all whatever, you know, possible to get out. And then, you know, and then it's then sort of like this total surrender of the ego, of the I, okay, you can't do anything anymore. And then there was sort of like, you know, peace in the mind. And obviously, you know, things would, you know, calm down and uh, we survived. So this is what I call like, or what sometimes, you know, you read in a spiritual scripture, this total surrender. And a total surrender is, you know, more or less your death. That's the last thing. So whatever I learned, you know, in whatever 30 years of practice, you know, at this moment, I have to let go of this too. Whatever it was, you know, watching in and out, who knows what. But maybe, you know, due to my practice, the mind, you know, was so much at peace that I didn't panic. That I kind of like, you know, kind of like pushed through and kind of like just said, okay, if I have to die right now, may it be so.
cat 30 years before Berlin, where I was living, rock and roll concert. After the concert, I was, you know, evening, I went back home and there was a guy sitting on a sidewalk and he was holding a tree. And I said, what are you doing, you know, holding the tree? He said, yeah, well, there's a guy, he parked backwards with his car and he knocked down that tree and the tree were just planted just recently. And there were maybe, you know, maybe 10 feet tall, this tree. And he was just sitting there. So I'm sitting next to him, you know, and we were holding the tree. <laughs> and then we said, okay, just let's put it, you know, uh, off the sidewalk because people, you know, had, had to step over that tree. And so, and then some other people said, you know, what are you doing here? Well, you know, somebody knocked that tree over, okay. So at the end, there were like seven people hold, <laughs> holding that tree there. And then, okay, what to do? And then nearby, I had a shop. At this time, I had an antique shop somewhere in Berlin. So I drove, I went with a car. I went back to the shop at night, you know, opened the shop and I got a spade, a hoe, different tools. So, and then I came back and we were working at least like for an hour, you know, to dig again, you know, and then put the tree in and then we were standing around, seven people holding hands, you know, putting, you know, energy in the tree and so forth. And uh, that tree is still alive. So every time I go to Berlin, I go to that tree. So who never, you know, you never know what's going to happen, right? So in one tray, you know, we saved that tree, and then 30 years later, that tree saved me. If that tree wouldn't be there, you know, we would be gone for sure. So that's the story from the road. <laughs> Good. So if you still have some uh, energy left, the hall is open. 24-7, the bar is open too. <laughs> and so, you know, and even halfway through, through the practice and uh, just, you know, take the opportunity just if you want to practice formally again, you know, come to the hall. Otherwise, wish you a good night's rest, sleep well, and see you in the morning.